0: Welcome to the God and Cancel Culture podcast. That's the name of my new book, which will release September 7th. That's the day after Labor Day. Hello, everyone. This is Stephen Strang. I've been working on the book. I interviewed a lot of people for the book, and I'm wanting to showcase the book in a new podcast. Actually, what you're about to hear is my Strang report. I interviewed various sources and played them as podcast, as played the interviews. Uh, some of them I even recorded myself on Zoom as I was out of town working on the book. I hope you enjoyed them. I think they'll give you a lot of feedback, but you may have already heard it on the Strang Report, so I wanted to give this disclaimer up front. I also want to encourage you to pre-order the book. It actually helps us get the word out when we have a lot of pre-sales on Amazon.com. Eventually, of course, the book will be everywhere. I feel that the situation in our country is very serious. That's why I wrote this book, because the book is really about God and his purposes and what's happening in our country, both good and bad. So listen to my episode that originally ran on the Strang Report podcast. Hello, everyone. This is Stephen Strang, and welcome to this very special edition of the Strang Report. Today, it is my privilege to interview Eric Metaxas, one of my favorite authors, someone who is speaking up and is more articulate than almost anyone else, and I'm interviewing him for my new book, God and Cancel Culture. We've not really announced the book yet, although I've started mentioning it, and I'm interviewing a lot of leaders about what's happening in our culture, especially as It has to do with cancel culture. And Eric was gracious enough to grant me an interview. I'm trying to use them as podcasts. Uh, Usually I'll record an introduction as I am now. Uh, I am actually away from home in a very quiet place where I'm able to focus on writing. And when I'm here, I do my podcast on my computer using Zoom and I have to do all the technical stuff and today with Eric, I hate to tell you, but hey, this is just full disclosure. I was talking to him and realized I hadn't turned on the recording, and I was too embarrassed to admit to him that you know he's a very savvy media guy, but uh, after the break, you're gonna come back and we'll figure out a way to start the interview, kind of mid-sentence. I actually missed about uh, three or four minutes as best I can tell, and in it, he was talking about, you know, what you already know and what I'll deal with in the book, that uh, you know, all this cancel culture has to do with the government, with big tech, with losing our liberties. He said, We've had liberty in America for so long that we don't even really appreciate what liberty is. And he said it's like uh, fish and water, you know, when they're in water, they don't even know what water is. That's all they know. But he said, we're losing them. And as you'll hear in the podcast, he says that if we don't speak up, we are really gonna lose them. So I think what he had to say was very important. He also talked about how our rights come from God, not from the government. And he gave a couple examples about communism and Nazism that they just, you know, they didn't believe in God. They were atheistic and they didn't seem to mind taking away people's rights but in our country our rights are given by god it's enshrined in our declaration of independence Uh, and so it's not that the government uh gives us our rights it's that god does and actually our constitution actually limits the power of government although that seems to be eroding so uh without further ado i'll let you listen to my interview with the one and only Eric Metaxas, so stay tuned after the introduction.
1: Welcome to The Strang Report with Steve Strang on the Charisma Podcast Network. This episode was produced to discuss and address issues within our nation and around the world from a Christian worldview. Uh, But it's also antithetical to America as we have had America for 250 years.
0: Well, Eric, this is why I'm writing the book about what you're talking about, cancel culture. And I think what your, you know, your biography of Bonhoeffer, I think, is relevant. And, um, you know, you do say that it is a different um, era now, but you mentioned Walter Mondale, and I'm old enough to remember him. And at the time, we thought he was very far left, but I guess he isn't anything like, you um, you know, what we see in the Democratic Party now.
1: Well, that, that's the point is that we've, the, the Democratic Party has has gone leftward over the decades and it is unrecognizable from the party of John F. Kennedy. Um, even already in the 60s, uh, when Ted uh, Kennedy and others, uh, you know, got together with Catholic leaders to say, how can we Democrats be pro-abortion Um, How can we kind of pull that off? They wouldn't have dreamt of it uh, in in the time of of, uh, John F. Kennedy, but they really swung increasingly leftward over the decades, and what was once, uh, you know, a a moderate uh, uh, left-leaning way of thinking has become radical, uh, as I say, it's cultural Marxism. It is big state power that doesn't even recognize the basics. I mean, look, all you have to do is look to the 90s. Clinton signed the Religious uh, Freedom Restoration Act. He understood that the government has no right to uh, infringe on the religious liberties of Americans, that the government can have no part in that. Well, suddenly uh, the party of, of Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton has become the party that says we don't even, we don't care about religious liberty. Religious liberty is just a dog whistle for white supremacy. Uh, it's, a, it's a dog whistle for any other thing. They, they, they've they become completely confused and will say anything. And we have to understand, we have to read the times. We have to discern the times. We are living at a time where if you vote for a Democrat, you are not getting Jimmy Carter. You're not getting Bill Clinton. Uh, you are getting people who are completely sold out to uh, the darkest forces in our political life, forces that are uh, economically disastrous, but that's the least of it, of course, but that are culturally um, uh, hostile to the foundations of most Americans, not just uh, conservatives and Christians, but most Americans uh, are not on board with this stuff. And so we have people leading us that are completely out of step uh, with your average American who has a fundamental... Uh, uh, acceptance of of the founders' vision. You know, we understand that things can change and little things can change, and big things can change, but but the fundamentals are the same. That is what the Democratic Party has lost, and that's led to the cancel culture. And if we don't stand up to it extremely strongly, uh, we deserve what we get, and what we would get um, will be, uh, America will cease to exist.
0: You know, I'm fascinated with uh, Bonhoeffer. Uh, in fact, I'm working on the book right now. And uh, you're, you've are you been a student of the 1930s, Germany. Uh, so tell us how the cancel culture proceeds. Yeah. And what, what are it's the stages simple. of it? Yeah, it's really very simple. Chuck Colson uh,
1: referenced it. Uh, he called it, uh, he, I guess a German sociologist was writing about Germany in the 30s. And she called it, the spiral of silence, and Chuck Colson picked up on that. The spiral of silence makes perfect sense. So fundamentally, that idea holds true. It was true in Germany in the '30s, and it's true now. Uh, again, Chuck Colson calls it the spiral of silence. The more people are silent, the more difficult it is for others to speak tomorrow. And the louder and and prouder and bolder you are, the more courage you have, the more the easier you make it for somebody to speak up. So if somebody in Germany says, "You know, I'm, I'm gonna say Heil Hitler because I have to, I don't wanna lose my job. You're gonna make it very hard for anybody not to say Heil Hitler tomorrow because tomorrow there are gonna be that many more people on board with this idea that we all have to say it. We have to say it. We can't be quiet. We can't dissent. We can't say, I don't like Hitler. We can't say it. Well, there was a time when you could say it and get away with it. In
0: 2004, 2005, in that time frame, we published a book by Reverend Lou Sheldon. It was called The Gay Agenda. In hindsight, it was really prophetic about what's happened since. You know, we sold a book in lots of settings, including Amazon. Uh, it did not create a lot of controversy. Um, the the uh, LGBT community did not come after us. But suddenly, in November, Amazon takes it offline, and they'd sold thousands of copies. I mean, it just shows you how much things have shifted, you know, in in the last 10 or 15 years. And uh, where do you think this is going to go? Because, you know, we're all aware of uh, cancel culture. In fact, I want to ask you uh, for some examples. Have you been canceled at all for Oh, absolutely.
1: No, no, it's totally happening. And this is why everybody, and I mean everybody, not just people like me or you, everybody has to take every opportunity they can to push back culturally. So if somebody tells you, uh, hey, you're not wearing a mask, and you're outside, you don't see any reason to wear a mask, instead of saying, oh, sorry, and then you put the mask on, you say, I'm outside. Studies show that it's preposterous to wear a mask outside. When you do that, you have just pushed back, and that other person will say, huh, you know, I don't know if I heard that, uh, but that's interesting, I never heard that. Or they might say, "Ah, yeah, you're a jerk, but the point is, you have just forced them to hear something, and you've just been brave and said, you know, you, you're not a cop, you're not an authority over me. Um, I think that's silly. Um, the same thing is when somebody says Bruce Jenner, And somebody says, oh, you can't say that. It's Caitlyn Jenner. And you can say, I can say anything I like. I really enjoyed watching Bruce Jenner in the 1976 Olympics. He was a hero. Um, And I'm not really convinced that he's a woman. I'm convinced he thinks he's a woman, but I'm not convinced he's a woman. And it's a free country, so no disrespect, but I still think of him as Bruce Jenner. If you say things like that, that most people appreciate as common sense, they're almost shocked. They think, "Can can I really say that? Huh, I can say that. The more we speak up, the more we embolden others to speak up, it is the only way out of this spiral of silence, spiral of canceling. I have been uh, knocked off of Twitter, I've been knocked off of YouTube for two weeks, you know, lost a, a good amount of money. Um, but I think what I'm doing is nothing compared to somebody like Mike Lindell, you know, who's a hero to me. It's why I say to everybody, whether you need, Uh, something or not, go to MyPillow.com, use the code Eric, because that guy has been taking it on the chin for every single one of us. He's talking about the election fraud. How can we be told you can't talk about that? In a free country, no one can tell me I can't talk about something. I can, and I will, and I will encourage everyone I know Talk about anything you like. Talk about how you're suspicious of the vaccines and you're not going to get a vaccine or how you don't think it's necessary for everybody to get a vaccine. Talk about anything you like. This is a free country. And if you go along with the crowd, you are part of the crowd. You are part uh, of what is wrong with the country. We have to all be part of what is right with the country. And we have to speak up on all these issues. Do not fear being canceled, keep pushing back. If everyone pushes back and we exercise our freedom, we get to keep our freedom. If we don't exercise our freedom, we will go the way of every society, including Germany in the 30s, where they thought I'd rather be polite uh, and let them push me around. Well, what happens is always the same. It doesn't stop where you are. It keeps going and you become part of the problem. So we have a choice. You could be part of the problem, or you could stand up and do the right thing. And I believe that with God's, uh, with, with God's grace in us, we need to exercise our faith and we need to exercise our freedom. Uh, and he wants us to do that for, for his purposes.
0: So well said. Uh, in the time we have left for this short podcast, I wanna ask you about your own family your your family background has something to do with your viewpoint on current events. Can you tell me and my listeners and readers about it? Oh, sure, um,
1: I, um, I've got a new book out, it's called Fish Out of Water, a search for the meaning of life. Uh, and it's the story of my life up until my uh, conversion at age 25, a dramatic miracle experience I had with Jesus. And in the book, I talk about growing up with a Greek dad and a German mother. My parents by God's grace are still living and having a a Greek father and a German mother who grew up in Europe during the war, they raised me to know that communism is evil, that American freedom is glorious and wonderful and a treasure. And growing up, uh, I noticed that a lot of my friends whose parents grew up in America, they didn't have this view, they kind of took it for granted but because my parents experienced the horror of uh you know communism in East Germany my mother uh grew up in Germany and it became East Germany the part of Germany where she was and she saw the unbelievable uh propaganda of the communists and how they pushed people around and it sickened her to the point that she escaped Germany and my father saw the communists trying to take over Greece uh in the uh uh the, right after the the second war and he taught me to hate communism and so I really grew up With an understanding of how wicked communism is and how bad things can get i think a lot of times in america we think oh how how bad can things get folks we have no idea if you do not speak up and exercise your freedom and treasure your freedom and treasure this country and what we have and try to spread it not just in this country but around the world uh you're going to see that it can get really ugly and the idea would be that all we have to do is not do anything Uh, And we will be, you know, swept into the dustbin of history and what Lincoln called, uh, you know, the last best hope of Earth uh, will 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 disappear. So we we all have a duty. And my parents helped me to understand that just because of who they were. And obviously, I write about it in the book, Fish Out of Water. Uh, most of which is funny but there's a lot of serious stuff in there too where i talk about traveling to Germany when it was still east germany with my mom and seeing the border guards and the the dogs and the barbed wire and really just thinking wow everything i've heard is true this is a the biggest the world's biggest prison they're trying to keep the people in uh we have people trying to get into america and trying to escape all these other places and and in communist countries they won't let you leave what does that tell you well uh you know we're we're getting a wake-up call right now in this culture and i just hope that Americans pay attention uh, and understand that we have a duty to do the right thing.
0: Eric, I appreciate you taking time. You're very busy with uh, all the media you're on and so forth. But how can my listeners connect with you? You mentioned the title of your new book. Uh, They can watch you on TBN, of course, or the Salem uh, Radio Network. But how can people Um, connect with Eric Metaxas?
1: I've got another call coming in, so I'll say it very quickly. you can find me at my website, Uh I, I send out a newsletter every few days, which has links to all the interviews I do. I did wonderful interviews with uh, Mike Lindell and Lou Dobbs and Milo Yiannopoulos very recently. And it's just, I want people to go to erikmetaxas.com, but you can also find me pretty much everywhere. Obviously I'm on Twitter and Facebook and frankspeech.com uh, and everywhere fine tobacco products are sold.
0: Thank you. We'll let you go. Okay, God bless you, Stephen, thank you. Thank you, bye. As I said at the opening, Eric is one of the most articulate people that I know. I enjoy uh, watching him on TBN from time to time when I'm able I listen to his radio program. I read several of his books. He is an outstanding writer and I encourage you to stay in touch with him and to buy his book. I'll also mention my own books at my website It's called stevestrangbooks.com. If you're interested in uh, any of the books I've written or interested in subscribing to Charisma Magazine or subscribing to my newsletter, that's the place to do it. Thank you for listening. Be sure to share this with others. What Eric is saying is so important. And also, if you are interested, you can actually pre-order my book on amazon.com. The book's not written yet. That's why I'm off working on even today. But uh, some people are already beginning to order it. God and cancel culture. So that that's it for today. Thank you for listening to The Strang Report on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Stephen Strang. God bless you. This is Stephen Strang again. Even though I signed off on my Strang Report podcast, I want to add a couple of words. And you must be interested if you're still listening. One of the reasons I'm doing this podcast on its own name and its own way is to attract Readers to my new book, which releases Tuesday, September 7th, the day after Labor Day. It's easy to remember. It's going to be available everywhere. Right now, it's only available on Amazon.com as a pre-order. And you can go to Amazon.com, either look for my name, Stephen Strang, or look for the name God and Cancel Culture. You can order it. They don't charge you and they don't mail the book until the release date, September 7th. Would you share this podcast with friends? Would you tell friends that you think may be interested in the book? I would really appreciate it. I think you'll enjoy the book. I believe it's my best one yet and also maybe one of the most important. The subtitle for the book, which we just decided a few days ago, is Stand Strong Before It's Too Late.